while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. the show besties i have to start off the second hour by saying i am sorry (laughs) to the to the republican state committee woman jill usak and not betty i do love my listeners and i have some great fans who inbox me all the time and one of my favorite um listeners who i i communicate back and forth with on twitter sometimes and in an app chat sent me the write-up and um, I misinterpreted it as uh, yeah, uh, Jill. Um, so <laughs> let's back it up um, and say to your Dartmouth um, State Committee woman, Jill, did not pen that story. It is definitely not out of pocket for the person who did write it, who I think is a part of the Coalition for Social Justice. I mean, look at me, like ready to just tear into this woman, like growling, like you've got a lot of explaining to do. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this woman <laughs> This woman came in here and introduced herself to me and everything. How could you? <laughs> Except it wasn't you, Jill. It was Betty. Anyway, um, I apologize to Jill. So listen, if somebody who works for this station could just go back and could just change that so it says um, Betty and not Jill and do me a solid, that would be great. Listen, in the day and age where somebody like Tucker Carlson can be fired from Fox News, the the guy, is he the last one left? I mean, he first of all, if you haven't heard, and this is the first time you're hearing it, I apologize for being the one to have to tell you. Tucker Carlson and Fox News have parted ways. Uh, Tucker is gone. And... um. We don't know exactly the reason why. The timing is certainly a very interesting. Um, the Fox News uh, media outlet just settled a lawsuit with Dominion voting machines over basically, <laughs> I guess, you know, the, when you talk about the elections and you talk about these voting machines and that they didn't work and that they were responsible for losing the election for Trump and all of those things that Tucker and others have said consistently on Fox, they sued Fox and now Fox um, has to pay, I think it's like 700 something million dollars in this lawsuit. Uh, so they they lost and now uh, they got rid of 
Tucker, maybe to save some money. Uh, maybe it was part of the deal. Who knows? I'm, I know and I'm sure with confidence, unless there's some NDAs around, that we're going to be able to find out the, the truth of it. But this just happened today. You can obviously tell Tucker didn't know because he, he signed off on his last show as if he would be back. See you soon. So... For someone like me, <laughs> little old Justin Machado down at WBSM to just go around and blatantly lie on air. I mean, there's no guarantee I'll be back on Saturday. I'm going to say goodbye to you at the end as if it is the last time I'm ever going to see you or listen to you. You're going to listen to me. I'm going to get super nostalgic. I'm going to talk about the first time that I started. I'm going to tell you about how when Tim called me and offered me my show, I was like six days into the throes of COVID. I was barely coherent. I had a temperature of 103. And I answered the phone, which I would never do. So you could tell that I was sick because I never answered my phone. And I was like, hi. And he's like, listen, we've got a show that's opening up. And we think, you know, you'd be great. You should do it. And I was like, sure. And then I like went back to sleep for six days. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like going back through my phone log. And I was like, I, I think I have a show on WBSM. I'm going to get super nostalgic because God knows I, I may not be back. Uh, Fox and Tucker are no more. I... I'm very sad about this. Um, I, I I have a column over on HowieCar.com weekly. I write a couple pieces. Um, and as soon as I heard this morning, it, it took me one minute to pen this. Um, if So if you want to go check it out, you can. It's on my Twitter account. But, you know, for me, well, let me take this call. But I'm going to tell you what Tucker Carlson means to me and my house and my family um, and why I think... Uh, <sighs> It's, it's really, really sad. I know he's going to come back. I know he's going to do something. I'm sure, right? Well, although it were me, I'd take my money and run, but um, we'll talk about it. Hold on. Let's go to the lines. Let's see if I can do this right. Hi, Bessie. Can you hear me? You're live. Uh, good evening, Jess. Can Hi. you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, well, you've, you're finally using uh, your, well, you're not using your chin. No? <laughs> I got it right. I did it. That's good. You know, Rupert Murdoch said it's not about the red or the blue. It's about the green. It's all about the money. Oh, <laughs> you got that right. You know what I mean? He yes. doesn't care about that. Although all the witnesses came forward with videos and firsthand uh, testimony that uh, the elections were rigged. But Rupert said, ah, yeah, I just want to save my, I want to save my money and make more money. Do you watch Tucker Carlson? Yeah, I watch Tucker Carlson, yeah. Yeah. So what do you... Well, I did. Right. So what right. are you thinking? He'll do fine. He right. went from CNN, then he went to Fox. Um, he's going to go on to bigger and better things. What's next, though? What I mean, maybe Newsmax uh, or something like that? Uh, There's not much well, Maybe left. he can go with Glenn Beck, the blaze. You know? I told that to Barry, but he didn't believe me. Well, he still thinks it's CNN. Y- CNN? Yeah. Yeah, no, because they were bought uh, by a, under new ownership, and they want a clean house. And, you know, they got rid of uh, Don Lemon, and maybe they're going to put Tucker Carlson in. So who knows? What That's do you what think? Barry seems to think. Do you think that there is a chance... That Tucker Carlson will be a running mate for President Trump? Uh, that's a stretch. I know. Really I'm just don't. wondering. What do you think? Uh, and somebody well, else said that is, to me today. Well, if you, oh, if you like the daydream, I think that that would probably be right. The case. As far as the you know the Democrats, their mm-hmm. winning strategy. Mm-hmm. I know you get all upset. It's not about the quality <laughs> of the candidates. It's about super PACs. Yeah. It's about district uh, gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. And it's about ballot harvesting. That's the, the three three right. pronged strategy. Yep. Uh, that the Democrats, you know, overload these uh, election officers uh, like Wayham. She couldn't take it anymore. She said there's just too many ballots coming in. Mm-hmm. 
early voting and then all the mail-in voting mm-hmm. and then counting on election day. She just didn't have the staff. Right. And she says, you know, I can't do my job right. You know, I'm, uh, I'm under man yep. and uh, I, I, I throw in the towel. I'm out of here. Right. And now that's that opens gonna, the door for them to put somebody in that they can control. And that is part of the whole plan. Yeah. Uh, you know, some communities like my my community in Somerset, they had the option to no longer have absentee ballots like that that way. Right. Or early voting. And our selectmen, one of which who just lost this election, um, allowed for it to continue, voted for it to continue. We had about um, one fifth of our total votes, maybe a little bit less. were all uh, early voting. People coming in and voting early, which is just astounding to me. Um, I, I think it's crazy. I, I think there's some things that should just be preserved. Walking in, showing your license, and voting in person should be mandated for these elections. Well, that should be the way, but yep. the state house and all the Democrats, they say, you know what, if we're going to get the people we want. Oh, my gosh, did I just hang up on it? <laughs> oh, bestie, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, our caller, are you there? Hi, caller. Are you there? Hi. I just hung up on the other person. (sighs) (laughs) You're still playing that game? (laughs) Yes, I don't know. I need someone to teach me a class on this phone. Hi, thanks for calling. (laughs) I think I can only handle one at a time right now, where I used to have, I've had all four lines lit up at one point. I just, I can't push the buttons. I'm going to hang up on people. To the caller, I'm sorry. It's tricky because I've heard uh, pretty much every host having trouble with it. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, then it's not just me. Perfect. I'm still perfect. (laughs) they're there every day of the week, so. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. What's so going what, on? So this whole Tucker Carlson thing. Yeah. So this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows what the whole deal is and why they ultimately let him go. Mm. You know, if it was about Dominion right. or a whole host of issues. But my my concern is I feel like I don't even know what side of the, you know, spectrum Dominion falls on. Supposedly, they're, they're a neutral party, just counting you know, some votes. Mm. But I'm thinking a lot of people are going to be now, you know, people in the media are going to be a little leery about questioning things. And we need to question things. I mean, we can't definitively say this was stolen due to Dominion without the facts. But we do need to have media with the ability to question what is going on with elections because there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on with elections right and that needs to be questioned and you can't have people terrified they're going to lose their jobs i mean tucker will be fine right obviously but But i've got a family to feed (laughs) but that's what i'm saying a lot of a lot of people don't have the luxury he has Mm. first of all he's extremely popular right you know loaded he's a millionaire yeah so you know, who the heck knows? If he was smart enough, he would never do that again. He's like, right. you know what? Nobody's getting me. Yeah, but you know Barry what? I, he's going to I, CNN and I'm like, I do not want to have, to, I, I would not want to, I, I wouldn't be able to stomach now trying right. to have everybody switch over to CNN and, and watch that nonsense. I mean, I no. do, I do listen to CNN occasionally because I do believe in hearing the other side just so I can sharpen my debate skills for when I'm I talking about right. things. Right, and it's like, can you even stomach it most of the time? No, I mean, you know, honestly, it's it's hard, you know, but I do like to hear what the other, my husband taught me that um, because 
he's a, uh, well, as listeners know, he's a Yankee fan and an Eagles fan. So he listens to Boston Sports Talk Radio so he can, like, you know, know what they're all talking about. You know what I mean? And he always would say, right. I like to hear right. the it's other side. Death. Yeah, right. it it's is. It is hard. Honestly, nobody, there's no one source that doesn't slant things. You don't, there right. are no. But listen, um, I grew up in a household of Democrats, right? I mean, my my twin sister is a raging liberal. Um, you can, st- if you really truly just believe in something, it doesn't matter what you're exposed to. You know, what you believe is is, is what you believe it. exactly. It's true. I and, mean, I grew up with Democrats too, yeah. but it wasn't the same party, and a lot of people. That's true are really waking up to that. Well, let me so ask you a question before, you know, I let you go. What what do you think about Robert Kennedy Jr. jumping into this race? He's a Democrat, but he's an anti-COVID vaxxer. He's anti-Big Pharma. His own family is not supporting him. Um, not saying you, I know... They're not... <laughs> That's interesting. You know, they they know they they put out an editorial about him. I, I can't remember where. I'll try to look it up where they said, hey, listen, we love you, Bobby, but we just don't think, you know, you're wrong about the anti-vax thing or whatever. But I know some Republicans that have told me, you know, I think I might leave the party to go support RFK Jr. What do you think? Well, what I think is I, I, I wouldn't have supported pretty much any of the candidates, to be mm. honest with you. Right. There were a lot of good that they did. But, you know, I, I feel as though when somebody's... Um, kind of like that entrenched mm-hmm. it's hard not to be beholden to people right which is i think what's wrong with two a two-party system to begin with mm. nobody's an american first anymore mm-hmm. everybody's divided so i i do I, I i'd like to abolish the whole two-party system everybody run independently let's hear what you, you you've got to say but that's like you know a pipe dream but about tucker mm. i've heard it said that he's going to run for political office speaking of kennedy well i so said that, that to the last caller i don't know if you heard it or if you were in the queue and no, i messed I it all up but things. i said someone had been throwing around the idea that um you know all over social media this story is everywhere i, I wrote this story it's gotten so many shares and likes just because it has tucker's name on it people are really you know interested in it um but oh, people have been catch that yet. yeah yeah if you go on my facebook him. page or on howie Carr, it's on howie um but you know oh. I was thinking, I'll talk about it after the break, about what Tucker means to my family and what, what we were, you know, doing, listening to him. But some people are saying, oh, this is great. It frees him up to be Trump's vice presidential running mate. What do you think? Funny enough, but I, I, I don't know what, because people like bring the claws out, say horrible things to each other, and then they pick each other as running mate. Mm. So who the heck knows? Oh. But I've been saying all along. You know, I was I really liked DeSantis at one point, but yep. I wasn't ready to jump off the Trump train because right. I feel like his job wasn't done. He was not treated right. Not like I think everything about him is perfect, but yeah. I did like the vision he had. And I wasn't ready to go, well, they damaged him. Yeah. Now he's damaged good. I don't feel like 100% of the what happened to him was his own fault, no right. matter what people say. So I, I wasn't ready to go, uh, you know... So, I mean, who knows? It's all a lot. I know DeSantis' numbers have really kind of dropped off. And a lot of people in the state of Florida, politicians and big money are now backing Trump. And I think it's because, you know, DeSantis kind of waited around. You know, he didn't make a move. Um, And and then the indictment, honestly, did what I think a lot of people thought it would. It helped Trump. Um, People were supporting him, um, feeling bad for him. I did. You know, I was a little disenchanted with him for a while. You know what I mean? Anybody who listens knows I was saying, you know, it's I love the four years but it's time to move on. And then well, the indictment just, yeah. happened, happened. And then I was like, you know what? This son of a bee deserves like some support. These people are screwing him over again. Like, so then I kind of got right. a little and, rejuvenated. And, and I started to believe more and more 
it's not him they're after. Right, it it's is us. The country, it's <laughs> right. the country to take it apart and sure. to pieces. Yep. And we can see that happening so rapidly right now. Not that I think he's going to be able to undo this massive mess that's going on, mm. but I'm saying to myself, I don't necessarily I think somebody else has a better shot. Right. Oh, and, and if he gets elected, you know, then maybe we can. Um, during that time, figure out how to make this voting uh, a little bit more authentic and then potentially have a successor after him and we can keep things going for four years after that because obviously right. he's only locked in for four if he gets reelected. I got to let That's it you go, point. honey. I got to take a break. Point. Thanks so much for calling and thanks for uh, <clears throat> for listening. <laughs> I'm choking. <clears throat> I'm not going to make it. I'm getting fired for sure. Okay, 508-996-0500. Only one of you call at a time because I don't know how to do the phones. Uh, this is South Coast Tonight. I'm Jess Machado. I'm filling in for the boys. We'll be right back after this. Oh, how sad they sound the songs The queen must sing of dying The prisoner upon her throne The melancholy sighing If she could see her mirror now She would be free of those who bow And scrape the ground beneath her feet Silently she walks among her Dying midnight roses Watches as each moment goes that never really knows it And so it seems she doesn't care If she has dreams of no one day Within the shadows of her room like my favorite Jackson Brown song ever, Birds of St. Mark's. Um, hi, besties. Thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> Made a couple mistakes tonight. I'm, I'm actually avoiding making eye contact with the phone, which is, it's not what I normally do. I, I live for the lights on the phone. I'm going to take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. You'll see what I'm talking about. This phone also looks like it's from like 1982. As, as archaic and retro as the phone was prior to this this one in itself i kid you not it just looks like i don't know what's happening with it i'm sure it's highly efficient once i've learned how to use it but until then <laughs> beats me um if you'd like to uh two things i want to direct you to if you head over to wbsm.com there's a great little story um about uh, the damage caused at the riot at the Bristol House of Correction. Dude, I can't believe it. I said you could go to my Twitter and, and that was, you know, before I knew that WBSM up had it up, but uh, holy crap. This is wild. You've got to look what these people did. Um, this is like a little shank looking thing. 
Look at this as like a two by four with like stuff wrapped around it. Um, I can't, I can't believe it. It's pretty bad. Uh, but, you know, that's what happens when you let a bunch of degenerates who are, you know, just awaiting trials, uh, you know, run amok for five, six, seven, eight, nine hours. The, um, I, you know, who wrote this? Let me scroll up. Who wrote this? Timothy Weisberg. Can we can we change the words? <laughs> All right. Let's 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 go through this story as if Jessica Machado wrote it. OK, I'm going to read Tim's article, but I'm going to just put my flair on it. Um, cheating Bristol County uh, Sheriff, not Tom Hodgson, Paul Hero, uh, made sure you all saw photos of the massive damage caused in Friday's riot in two units of the Bristol County House of Corrections. <laughs> According to Hero, inmates were told at 7 a.m. on the morning of April 21st they would be moved from GA and GB housing so staff could install suicide prevention measures in the units. He said a group of 17 ringleaders then led inmates to refuse to be moved and at 9 a.m. the decision was made to pull corrections officers from the floor and put the units in lockdown for the next several hours. For a whole work day, inmates trashed the units, causing what Hero estimated to be one hundred dollars to $200,000 of damage. Okay, sure, Paul. Uh, including ripping out the entire control console from what this, this console looks like um, gremlins. <laughs> this looks like... <laughs> I just imagine a bunch of furry little gizmos got wet. And then they just started chewing through this control panel. All these wires are everywhere. This is great. I love this for you, Paul. Uh, photos don't show, photos show the extent of that damage. They also show weapons that the inmates had apparently fashioned um, during the destruction. But don't worry. They were not going to use these weapons. They were just making them for fun. It was the craft day at Paul Hero's prison. Because the kids get crafts. They're just going to, you know, they're going to show you how to make a shank and to, you know, put a bunch of a bunch of locks at the end of a two by four so you can swing them around and knock somebody unconscious. It's just a craft day, craft day. <laughs> Hero said uh, was planning. He was planning on. Hero was already planning on refurbishing the units with toilets in each individual cell in order to allow them to be locked. The bright side of this, we were going to be doing a demo re remodel anyway. It's like an episode of HGTV, like flip this prison. <laughs> they, just, they just let the guys get a head start on it. That's all. <laughs> Hero is already planning on refurbishing the units with toilets in each individual cell in order to allow them to be locked. It would be done using 1.6 milli in canteen profits. <laughs> Man, uh, keep scrolling down on WBSM.com and you can see the... Um, this is very unfair. We keep using the word up after the correction uprising or riot. This is what, dude, let me, okay. So, all right, listen, this is me as a mom. I'm just going to go, Polly, if you're listening to me, we're going to go over this. I have four children. If my son threw his TV down the stairs and it broke, he would not get another TV for a very, very long time. Like probably as long as I think it would be uncomfortable for him. And then for good measure, I'd add like six more months to it. Like on principle alone, like I'm not going to use 
my money to pay for a TV that you broke. You're an idiot. You broke your TV, whether it was in anger or out of spite or to prove a point or whatever, or maybe you made a mistake. Okay, well, I have to teach you a lesson as mommy and tell you that I can't get you a new TV. I'm super sorry. Now you're going to have to go share your brother or your sisters. Now you're going to have to come downstairs. And if you want to hook up your gaming console to our TV, maybe we're going to be watching Tucker Carlson. So you can't do that. And you're just going to have to suck in your room. And I'm so sorry. Cry about it. Don't care. I don't care. This is why I have raised children that are really good kids. And I can certainly brag about that. I have really good kids kids. I've never once been called to an office at a school and told my kid was bullying anybody. Never once been called to a school and said that my kid was um, beating the crap out of somebody. It's actually usually the opposite, to be frank with you. My kids are so good that they, they usually get crapped on by other kids. I'm working on that, though. I'm working on it. If my children don't have the confidence or at least the, like, I don't know, like the attitude that I have in a little bit, I failed them. I blame their fathers. Um, you, so, I mean, so here's this unit. I'm looking at broken TVs. I'm, you get nothing. You sleep on a sleeping bag on the floor. Well, first of all, anybody who is responsible for this should be like held criminally accountable. I'm, I'm hoping that there were some people arraigned today. I don't know what's going on in New Bedford court system, but... Uh, they should be arraigned. Um, I'm loving that Paul thinks that this is a uh, correction uprising um, and that they were going to fix these this this area anyway. So it's okay. It's all right. Look at this. This is wild. Wait, is somebody like trying to escape? There's like, oh, this is like Shawshank. There's like a hole in the wall and bricks taken out. These TV screens are all busted up. What is this? This is, you've got to go over to bsm.com and go and go to, first of all, get the app because I'm sure it's going to be better on your phone. Um, but like, what's going on? Look at all this toilet paper. Do you people remember COVID? Do you remember I was bartering bread that I made with my hands for rolls of toilet paper because psychos took everything off the shelves? Look at, they've just threw toilet paper everywhere. Also, by the way, I'm just going to take a peek at this. I just want to tell you. I saw this story where Paul said that they're going to be putting new beds in place, right? Because the beds that currently um, exist uh, make it easy for people to kill themselves. And so he designed a new bed. He designed it. Him and Sashi were at home one night and they just pulled out a sketchbook and started designing it. And so now is he going to patent this? Is he going to get the rights to this? Is he going to make money off of these beds? Anyway, there is a picture on WBSM.com and it shows one of the rooms and cells, right? This bed looks really not much different from the bed that that Paul is drew with his crayons. I don't know. It's a mess. I mean, this is really crazy. Fire extinguishers. I can't believe the toilet paper. How dare you? Um, the phones. Oh, I wonder if people made calls. Do you think they could just make calls from it? I think people were calling. They're lucky other prisoners didn't kill other prisoners. This is nice. I'm looking at these pictures. I'm on WBSM.com. I mean, this is really, really great. Um, oh, I like the weapons that they're, this is smart. You know, guys are craft. They're all going to get their toilets. You know what's going to happen? They're going to make like ramen noodles with like um, sausage in their toilets. <laughs> uh, this is a riot. Uh, this is a, a, a a poorly run prison 
the word got out on the street that Paul Haro is a pansy. Uh, he wants to give you hugs and high fives. Don't call him sheriff. You call him Paul. Uh, word gets around, you know? People, people inside here, they heard. They hear the rumors. They got TVs. They got tablets. They read the news. They hear Jess Machado on Saturdays saying Paul is all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. <laughs> Dude, maybe I influenced some of these people to do this. How terrible. I have to really, really rethink my life. Um, and so the word gets around and they're like, you know what, dude? We know he's not going to use force. I know I'm not going to get bitten by a canine if I put this fire extinguisher through the window. He's not going to use the dogs. He said it in the news. He tells everybody who will listen. He doesn't want to use dogs. So if you're an inmate and he's basically setting the tone and telling everybody, anybody who will listen, this is going to be a sympathetic, safe way. We're going to do this right. It's going to be hugs and rainbows and high fives. Um, dude, I, you're dealing with violent criminals. You're dealing with the worst people of our society. To the callers who want to come at me and say, well, you know, fine. Okay, so the caller calls, well, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have been in there. I wasn't even in the right place. Okay, you know what, bestie? I don't believe you. Just I'm just telling you, I don't believe you. Um, so these guys basically were like, and also, you know, you want to move everybody around, maybe give them a little bit of warning. Listen, my son, my son has Asperger's syndrome, super high functioning, smarter than me and everybody else I know. Thinks like a, um, like really just like a, uh, 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 an intellectual on a level I've never seen. I say this all the time. You know, like some people, they say, hey, think out of the box. I used to take advertising classes and they'd go, when you're working on this ad, you want to think out of the box. And that's hard to do unless you train or you learn. My son thinks out of the box like for life. He always looks at things extremely differently than the rest of us. And it's always with great um, like results. Um, and... Uh, where was I going with this? I was thinking about my son. Where was I going with this? I don't know. I started thinking about Jack, my son. <laughs> I was just lost train. I don't know. I I forgot where I was going. That that's that's sad. I've never done that. I blame being sick last week. Um, head over to wbsm.com. There is a gallery of uh, these pictures. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Uh, it, it they're endless. They just keep going. Uh, lots and lots and lots. Uh, very lucky nobody got hurt. Um, I don't know, Paul, what you're going to do. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. So my son likes expectations to be set. And if you throw something on him, like unexpectedly or a change, you know, listen, my son is the, the kid that wakes up in the morning. He gets up early and he goes, mom, what's going on for today? And I say, well, today I'm working at WBSM at night. Uh, you're going to do this for dinner. Um, your sister's going to be at our friend's house. Jeff, you know, I, I set the tone and I let him know. If I set the tone and I tell him what's going to happen and then unexpectedly I tell him, we've got to go for a ride and we've got to go to Connecticut to Yukon to get your sister. She's coming home early. You're coming with me. He, it's going to take him a while to adjust to that. Um, I, I think these prisoners were told at seven o'clock in the morning, maybe they got mad. Maybe they did not have time to hide their weapons or their drugs, Paul. Maybe they just wanted some time. <laughs> Either way, they were pissed. Okay. Um, wait, the phones are ringing. Hold on. Let me let me just try it. Hi, caller. You're live. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're going to change the whole thing around and call it Gypsy Sons and Rainbows <laughs> for short. Nothing sure. but a band of gypsies. Sure. Right? <laughs> we got... Peru playing bass. 
Tom Hodgkinson on drums and Maya Mitchell on lead guitar. <laughs> Have a good night, Jessica. Thanks, Vesti. That was funny. And I didn't mess up the phone lines. All right, let's take our break. Uh, oh, my God. All right, fine. The fact is, I've been eating Skittles because I didn't have dinner. And so every time I'm getting ready to take a break, I eat a Skittle and it makes me like kind of cough. I won't do it again. 508-996-0500. Call in if you'd like. Let's take a break. I'll be right back. I'm Jess. I'm filling in for Marcus and for Chris. Sorry, Marcus. We'll be right back after this. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. 100. You don't have to stick by your radio to hear all of South Coast tonight. Stream Chris and Marcus on the WBSM app or download their podcast. South Coast Tonight continues now. to the show besties uh we were just talking about um how you can see what happened last friday just almost lost my mind because um phil devitt is here and didn't know and uh <laughs> i feel like i should have been given some kind of a warning but it's fine phil no worries <laughs> no that's actually exactly how i felt uh i was here alone in the studio never heard a sound just looked up saw a body in the booth and it's fine. Good to know my reflexes are going to help me out in a situation again. Hi, Phil. Hi. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Just check my pulse. I'm good. I'm fine. <sighs> Everything's okay. Um <laughs> It's okay. I was just super scared. I'm not even going to downplay it. I just freaked <laughs> You know, Chris McCarthy, you're in here every night, but you got Marcus. Wait, can I turn you on? Can you talk? How do I do it? What do I push? News. Can yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Dude, don't do that again. <laughs> don't do that again. The, the intention was not to scare you. What are you doing here? <laughs> Um, you know, but hey, you know, we needed a little spice in the night, right? Yeah, I know. I was really scared. The, the the news never sleeps and neither do we. Do you so. have breaking news? Um, uh, the breaking news is uh, I almost gave you a heart attack. <laughs> For sure. I think yeah. that's it at the yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. You All know, right. It's it, fine. I think the problem is the light's not on in the news studio here. And that's why it was so scary to Jess. I just never heard. Didn't hear you. Didn't hear anything. Right. Cool. Yeah, I'm stealthy like that. All right. Well, thanks. Nice to see you. Anyway, good to be with you, Jess. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> You know, I, like I was going to say, when Chris McCarthy is here, that's great because he doesn't have to worry about anything. No matter how frail, no matter how many kidneys you have, it's okay. You've got Marcus. And Marcus is like, I think he's like seven feet tall. I don't know exactly, but he's like gigantic. Um, I feel very safe with him. Um, but uh, I don't have him here tonight. So <laughs> the body in the booth over here 
things weren't going to go well for me. Could have been like the prison. I could have found something in here I could have made into a shank or some sort of a weapon. Um, so as I was saying before, I almost like stroked out. You can go over to WBSM.com and there is a great uh, group of photos that's going to uh, show you exactly what went down under Paul Hero's tenure as sheriff. Keep in mind, if you're keeping track, which I know some of you are, um, there has been one suicide and one riot in the four months that Paul Hero has taken over. Guy ran his whole campaign um, on criticizing Tom and basically saying, hey, uh, I can do better. Uh, turns out uh, so far, so he can't. Um, and so th that's that's what we get. You get what you pay for, people. That's that's what I said. Um, so go over to WBSM.com and you can check out the pictures. My Twitter account has some of them as well. Nice reporting, Tim Weisberg. Uh, even though we could change some of those adjectives and make it a little bit more Republican conservative friendly, if you know what I mean. Um, Tucker Carlson is gone. Uh, people are not okay with that. I, I, I never really, I'm a little mad at myself. So let's, let's back it up. So Tucker Carlson is the one show that is consistently on in my household. I cook dinner late. Um, just because of who I am as a person. Um, and so we're usually cleaning up from dinner when Tucker is on. My husband will go put it on. Now, granted, if there's a Yankees game on, we're in playoff season, it's a good time to be a New England sports fan. Perhaps there are, there, there are games on. And we are degenerate gamblers now that you can <laughs> gamble on an app in Massachusetts. So the games will trump uh, Tucker most of the time, uh, especially right now, but Tucker's always on. It's the one news show my husband will, not news show, but talk show my husband will watch. Um, it's the one that my husband almost always agrees with. And that's very hard to do because he lives his life being the adversary to everything. He's a Yankees fan and an Eagles fan. He just lives and breathes to have the opposite opinion of you. But he loves Tucker. I love Tucker. I, as I wrote in my, my column today, you know, he's got that boyhood charm. He's got that preppy little look. He's got that laugh when he's like laughing and making fun of, you know, AOC or anybody really. And he's just, it's, it's really charming. But I know my listeners who have listened to him know he has a real way of saying things that um, not only make him believable, right? But everything comes off as very authentic. His spin is not spin. It's what you're thinking. It's what I'm thinking. And it's what few people will say. Fox News in itself, and I was listening to Grace Curley today um, and how he said something similar. You know, like Tucker Carlson's content was kind of on its own. Um, you know, he would break news, right? Or talk talk about something like the Biden laptop stuff at night. But by the morning, nobody in that, that morning show was talking about it. They were all doing that very sterile, generic Republican conservative stuff where Tucker was really boldly going where people were not going, breaking stories, uh, talking, still talking Trump, still loving Trump um, in a time when a lot of people, including myself, had turned against him. And so he had a way of coming off as very authentic, um, kind of like the last frontier of people that we could trust. Um, we trusted his reporting. It also kind of made me feel worrisome for him. I also felt when, this is a ticking time bomb. When are they going to come over and stop him? I mean, he's an election denier. He's pro-Trump. Um, he broke the Biden um, Russia thing. I mean, when were they coming for him? You know, um, I thought it was only a matter of time. And so for me, you know, I felt there aren't many things on television, 
right now, especially with our phones and all of these apps. There are there are not many shows. Number one, that I'm interested in watching, but number two, that I can watch with my family. And as my children got older, um, you know, they're teenagers, you know, they're 14, 17, 22. Tucker Carlson was a show that they could watch and listen to and learn from and we would have conversation with. And I'm, I'm not kidding when I say there was really no other show that we could do that with. Um, and so it was, you know, my kitchen is right on the side of my living room. We have a big, huge kind of passway through. So if I'm in the kitchen, you know, at the table, I can see the TV. Um, and we would all just kind of be talking. And it, I love the conversations around our table with him in the background or him generating those conversations or things we were watching. And I, I hold very dear to me my family life and the nostalgia of uh, making dinner every night and keeping my family close by eating together and having conversations and cleaning up together, making my kids wash the pans when we're done cooking, Um, you know, cleaning, the, sweeping the floor, washing the table, taking the trash out, you know, those things that make a family that I feel they're trying to make extinct. You know, they're trying to take away the family unit. They're trying to, you know, make it so that you don't feel like you need it. And Tucker Carlson was the soundtrack to that every day, and I'm really sad that that is gone. Um, I'm not a big fan, and I'm, I guess I should be, because if you're listening to this, there's a good chance you're listening to it on a replay or a pod or on your phone. I'm not a huge fan of that. I, I, I'm, I buy records. I have CDs in my car, people. I kind of like old school stuff, and so I like the TV in the background. I like Tucker's voice, and I'm very sad that it's gone. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Hi, besties. We're almost done with the second hour of the show. Uh, Phil is staying for the rest of the, the night, for my show at least. So, um, number one, um, I know he's here and the expectation for safety. And number two, I'm not alone in here, which I also love. I don't actually like being here. I really trigger people and I get people super mad with a lot of stuff that I said. Can you imagine if Paul Haro knew that I was here by myself and he just pulls up front? He probably doesn't even drive like the 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 car that the sheriff did, right? I heard he doesn't use that. So let me guess, he's going to pull up in like an electric vehicle, right? And just stare me down. He's going to have Sashi in the front seat and he's just going to be looking at me. It's not safe for a girl like me who's running her mouth about Paul Haro. Um, yeah, so Tucker Carlson's gone, but we have a, a call. I think I can do this, right? Let's try this. Hi, caller. Can you hear me? Yeah, hi, Jeff. Hi. Good, good, good evening. Hi. Hi. Um, anyway, just to let you know, I think you're too young to remember. Do you remember David Nelson? He was the sheriff. Um, I do remember him, but I was young. Yes. Yeah. So you really don't know him. Well, no. I grew up right. I grew up right near him on the same street, four houses down. And he was, he was similar to Paul Paul Hero in, in um, his nature. Okay. In fact, he, in fact, he was in the priesthood. So. Okay. I really, I really don't like what's been going on on the radio all day. Like they're going back and forth about it. You know, it's over and done with. Uh, sheriff Hodgkins is out. He's not the sheriff. It's anymore. Hodgson. Right. Whatever. By the way. Well. Hmm. He, well, by the way, he when he when they had it's a known fact because it was on today on BSM <sighs> that when they had the riot on Easter and on with, when he was on. Hmm. It was over a million dollars worth of damage. So, you know, and there was many riots when he was there. So, you know, stop the, the little crybaby back and forth crap and grow up. Wait, are you saying I'm I'm acting like a crybaby? Is that what you're saying? Everybody is on the station all day. And you know what? I'm going to say it like it is because I'm not afraid to. 
Okay. Okay. I don't no. Care who calls in? All right. Let's, whatever. Let's about relax. Me. Nobody's challenging you on this. You have the freedom to say whatever you'd like. Um, I just think you know you're saying it's kind of like it's not a big deal. What What if somebody had been killed in this nine hour standoff? Listen, listen. Now I like the way he handled it. You know, I I like the way he did it. How's that? You I, I mean, you and like, I'm entitled to my opinion. Oh, listen to me. You, nobody's telling you you can't. I'm pushing back on you and trying to get you to dig deep and, and, and back that up. You don't have to be defensive. Just talk talk facts and stuff like that. Why do you got to get no, so... You said, who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> like, why are you so I, I, angry? I'm listening. I'm listening to this all day on yeah. here. You know, Did you call sickening. in earlier today? No. Oh. It gets sickening. I've been listening well, you have to expect you have to expect that those of us who were, you know, loyalists to the sheriff are are going to be super critical of of Paul's, know. you know, there's tenure. Too phonies, there's too many phonies in the world, and there's a lot of phonies on the radio station. Well, you know, what do you got, talk? Got, what do you talk about on your show? But I got girls. What do you talk about on your show? They don't like the way BSM is. Get what, it? what do you t- What do you talk about on your show? What, what do you talk about? Show. I don't have a show. <laughs> exactly. Have a great night. Um, <laughs> I love it. Like, I, here's what I'm going to say. If you knew how much I love when people call with attitude like that, you would never call. Like, I love it. <laughs> what do you talk about on your show? My show? I don't have a show. Exactly. Exactly. You know what, though? If you keep calling, you know how I started, caller? You know how I got my show? I just called in all the time. I talked to Barry all the time. I just called in. I was miserable, just like you. And then they were just like, dude, let's just have her stop calling. Just give her a very specific time frame where she'll be on the air and she can talk. It worked for me. It can work for you, too. We're all about diversity here. If Tim Weisberg has his way, it's going to be uber diverse here. Um, Wait. <laughs> Too many phone lines. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, hold on. Let's try. Caller, can you hear me? Yeah. Hi. You only got about 30 seconds unless you want to call okay. back after uh, the break. I don't mind hanging on. All right. How about I put you on hold? I'm going to try to put you on hold, but oh, let me have oh, you do okay. <laughs> Let me do that. And that way you get your full time because we're going to have to do the news. So stick with us. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on, bestie. We're going to try. Yeah, that's on hold. Okay, I did it. All right, let's take our, let's take our break. Uh, there's multiple people calling. I can't guarantee I'm going to know how to do this. I don't know. Like maybe we could use carrier pigeon.